Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Clay, well, I guess start you off with an easier one today. Um, what does managing on Clemente Day mean to you and to this ball club? Well, it's one of the days we earmark uh, once the calendar rolls over in the next year. And, and we sent our entire team out today throughout the community. Uh, to represent and to honor Roberto's legacy. I actually spent the day at the Latino Center, spent the day with Vera, um, and a large group of players that were there. Um, and to feel that passion and that support, the Latino Center on Clemente Day. Um, but it's a day that I take uh, a lot of uh, accountability responsibility for. Uh, we've got the sign posted as you go down our club down in the dugout. I don't know if you've seen it in the hallway about uh, about Roberto, and you know you need to remember that this is a day that you can make a difference. Uh, when you're not making a difference, you know you've wasted an opportunity um, that you've been given with this this job that, that we have. And in the, in the city of Pittsburgh, it's still so very, very meaningful. And I don't ever want to drop the bar on that or lower the bar or not, not be representative of, of where it stands. Um, to see the, you know, the look in Vera's eyes as she represents still. Uh, it's very, very special. I've spent time with all the sons throughout the year. So it's a day that we do embrace and, and hold near and dear to us. I spoke to Frank over to, at the Comente Center. He was saying that. A day like this helps even more put things in perspective, kind of move past what's been a rough 24 hours. You kind of feel similar in that way? Yes. Yeah, well, I do. I mean, we knew the day was coming. We didn't know yesterday was coming, what came with yesterday. Um, so my encouragement to all the guys was today, enjoy today. Um, pour into today. It goes back to being in the moment, to have the presence of mind, the maturity, um, to be in the moment. Um, and I really believe the group I was with, and I've talked to every somebody within every other group, uh, that once everybody got to their points of destination, it really becomes real. And the smiles on everybody that's there uh, is appreciative. And, and our fans see so much joy today where I, where I was. Um, was very significant, and it does. It, it's part of the healing. There's no doubt. What do you think is of Trevor as this team's representative for that award this season? I mean, you've seen him since he came into the big leagues, become a father, become a father again, <laughs> started his foundation and everything like that. Just what do you think of him as a representative? He's grown up right before our eyes. Right man, right right spot. Uh, he's earned the opportunity. Uh, well documented and, and well chosen. Um, he has taken ownership of everything that he's done, become a part of since he's been a pirate. You guys ask him the questions, he never backs down. Uh, he shows up and posts up after every start, good, bad, or sideways. 
he's a good teammate. He's a good pitcher. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He's a good man in the community. And the foundation that he supports, Project 34, is doing wonderful things. I'm very proud of him. We've got a longer look at Jose Osuna as a everyday sort of player, whether whether it's first or in the outfield. What have you seen from him in this big stretch, really, where he's getting that chance to be out there every day as opposed to playing more of a bench role? Uh, confidence. Um, he's been a pro in his preparation. Uh, he has been uh, mindful of maybe getting caught up in the loop. Now this is my time. I gotta, I gotta really got to take advantage of it. We went through that little period now. I think that slowed down. Um, the work that he's done to become a dependable right fielder and a dependable third baseman and the ownership in the box has been good. He's starting to get pitched differently. He's starting to attack differently. So he's learning that whole give and take part of the game as well. Um, He's seeing more pitches, more pitchers. Uh, he's seeing the best the game has to offer. Um, so I, I think it's 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 sharpening him for what's in front of him, um, and it's definitely uh, helped reinforce the confidence that he's probably always had in himself. However, until you get the opportunity, there's probably a lack of confidence in some areas, and I think we've been able to supplement that and put the man out there. Uh, to get the best version of him, he's, he's been a, a very good help for us uh, and a very good addition that's, that's added value offensively throughout the season. I was thinking about this last night when I realized how many Mariners weren't here the last time you guys saw them and how many Pirates weren't here the last time they saw you. What are the challenges of facing a team, not only for the first time in three years, but in September with the expanded rosters, the number of guys you've got to prepare for the first time? It's one of the biggest interleague challenges that we've had. In, in the nine years that I've been here, because of those dynamics, exactly. However, the, the job our scouts do, and when you walk away from that advance meeting and you listen to Jimmy Diedrich, you read the information, we know him. We had a good feel for him last night. We didn't hit it, they did. They pitched it better than us, they hit it better than us. Um, however, there weren't anything that all of a sudden went, whoa, where'd that come from? We didn't have that. As far as dissecting the personnel, giving us good feedback on the hitters, the swings, what to expect. Um, what we expected out of Gonzalez was just what we got, and he beat us. Um, the guys that hit the ball out of the ballpark were guys we had talked about in some areas we wanted to stay out of. They beat us. Um, outside of that, I look forward to playing them tonight. Clay, we talked about this somewhat before, but I guess this is time to reiterate. How important is it to have scouts who actually still go to games as opposed to just watching video? We believe it's still important. There's things you pick up in the stadium um, that you don't pick up on video. Video, you're in a screen. Okay, that screen enlarges greatly when you're at the stadium. You can turn your head. You can watch in the dugout. Uh, you can watch body language, how guys react to innings, to plays, to at-bats. <coughs> you get better feedback. Uh, you can watch the one thing that's always going to be better is I've talked to some of guys, too, if you're going to dissect the catcher, it's best to watch him on a screen because you're watching behind the catcher uh, in the stands or down a right field or, or left field line, so you never get as good a view as you do on TV. However, outside of that, there's still value, and sometimes it can be just sitting there and hearing the other scouts talk about players. 
or what the other scouts have a tendency to share. Some scouts talk more than others about different things and the things that you can pick up and the value that can come with it. Um, so we still do place a, a big value on having, having our men you know, at games. Maybe you buy the other scouts a few Coca-Colas. You know, that used to work. That definitely used to work. I, I haven't gone to Basso and Diedrich on, on that opportunity yet. Well, I'll get with them over the winter. When, when you have so many guys in the bullpen, so many different options to use, how much does the circumstances of a given inning play into it? Do you want to see how this guy responds in this kind of situation? You know, whether it's you bring a guy in, especially when there's traffic on the bases when the guy comes in. How much does that play in your decisions of how to use guys in these games? We re-scripted things uh, when we started adding pitchers out there. We re-scripted when we get new talent. Um, make player acquisition. Neil and I prioritize who he wants to see as well, under what circumstances. He's got thoughts. I've got thoughts. Wanted to see Mark Gell with somebody on base for the first time. He's pitched all clean innings. Wanted to bring Holmes in last week at Holmes with runners on base. Um, Rios, first clean inning, and then three you know, with runners, inherited runners. He shut them all down. Uh, then a leverage situation in Chicago, a couple different situations. So, yeah, we are trying to change the script for some of them to see a little bit more development. We just grabbed Williams. We got him in the game, got him a couple touches right away. We wanted to see Wong and some left-on-left -left opportunity. We got to see him again last night. Um, so there are things we're mindful of as we're looking what the game, what opportunities the game presents to us. Musgrove, good to go for tomorrow. So far, so good. I got a chance to talk with Steve Boss on the post game last night about Mitch Keller and the idea of pitchers being able to flip that switch where they learn how to pitch instead of just throwing past guys. Have you seen more of the gradual figuring things out for Mitch, or do you think he's the type of guy that could just one day flip that switch and go? I'm not so sure I've ever had a guy that just flipped the switch and went. So keep talking to Steve. <laughs> okay. He's got 60 years. I've only got 45. I absolutely see Mitch growing and gaining a mind of reading swings, of learning. You know, one of the separators here, what do you do with two strikes, what do you do with two outs? Those have been really real lessons for him at this level because the Meyer League, he just blow people away. The lineups are so weak in some areas that he just blow people away. You need not just blow them away. Blow them up. There's guys up here can't blow up. There's guys up here you need to make pitches. There's guys up here that you need to set up. There's guys up here that you've got to change the sequencing every at-bat. So it's all, the art of pitching still real, and I think he's gotten a better grasp of it with each outing. And last night was a perfect example. Two one-run innings, a couple situations with two outs, finished the inning, a couple two strikeouts, seven strikeouts. The complicated part was the pitch efficiency, and that comes from foul balls. Is that, is that them advanced planning him well? Is that, is that deception? that he can improve upon is that sequencing that he can improve upon um, or tipping you know those are things you, you consider however that part of it's going to come together to everything's it's kind of like that camera when you just slowly you're messing with the focus you know because when he first showed up things were a little blurry for him in some areas and now I think there's a much finer focus when he's out there and I do think he's, he's picked up some confidence um, and I just look forward to the best is yet to come. There's, in my mind, there's, there's no doubt. Each start is, is important for him, and he's embraced them. Dwight Gooden might have hit a switch. Back in, back, no, back, yeah, back in 83, 84, 
it was 85, 85, he had to switch. That'd be the young, first young pitcher. I had to go back a ways. Pryor, maybe? I never saw him, really. No, Mark, with the Cubs? Mark Pryor, yeah. yeah. but I mean, I just yeah. faced against him. I didn't oh, know okay. him. Okay. Dwight Gooden, I actually caught that yeah. year. And oh. he had a switch. Your hands still hurt? I can remember the first time they talked to him about, somebody talking about controlling the running game. And Mel Stottlemyre was there. And he said, well, I can't even repeat what he said. He said, we'll take care of that down the road. Just keep punching them out. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get on, there's no running game. Exactly. I was thinking Jose Fernandez, but I don't know if he ever had an off switch. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 